Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello everyone and thank you for downloading our podcast. Big show today and Abby was back after having a day with the family with sick children. Just a day off of luxury, just going out and about. (laughs) <laughs> Very lucky that this job affords you to be able yeah. to do that. Hey? I know, right? Just a flex day, was it? Just yeah, flex just flex day. day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Put him for my birthday off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Are you guys the sort of people that are going to have like a day off if your pet needs to be put down? Why? Well, I'm here today. Yeah. Would you have a day off <laughs> if Gus needed to? Uh, no, I just arrange it so I could get home for it. I think, uh, guess you wouldn't know until you were in the situation. We have like, to make a call soon. If you're faced, if you're faced with it, you don't know how you're going to feel. Mm. Mm. So, um, yeah, med- medication's not working for a poor Yoshi girl. I know. It's so sad. And it's our first dog, and it's like our first child because Scotty and I had it before the kids. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, it's a big commitment. Like Rory Earl moved out and Gus will still be alive. That's what, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, fingers crossed, but yes. You say that. <laughs> that Rory will move out? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he won't move out. It's not the same as it used to be. They're not that keen to get out kids these days. Yeah, 18, out the door. You will not. Yeah, right. Rory, don't go. <laughs> you don't right even on. know. You Take- guys are solid as boyfriend and girlfriend. Dad, we've been together for 10 years. You don't know. <laughs> Take my stinking dog with you too. Get out of here. <laughs> you won't. I can't wait till she's 18. Yeah. I'll be like, when's she moving out? Mm. Won't happen, especially with one too. Why? Well, because at least like in our situation, and mm. I don't want Ethan to move out because I'll miss him terribly, mm. but at least with our situation, he if he wants did to move, move out, out because of the kids and you've still got someone else. We would still have two there. Mm. You know what I mean? But mm. for you, it's like... Peace and quiet, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. you wouldn't like it. <laughs> I reckon? No. I think you'll be surprised. I'll give you a call when it happens. I know you will. You'd be like, can I come over, man? I'm so lonely. I need to hang. We've got five dogs now. It's not enough. One's called Rory. You guys never come out to the farm. <laughs> yeah, you'll be a crazy dog, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, you will be. You're like, I'm a breeder. <laughs> no, one dog man, me. <laughs> Remember when you put your foot down and you weren't getting this dog? Yes. Yeah. Mm. How'd that go for you? He's a cute little boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put my foot down on the weekend, though. We didn't get the other one. Oh, whoa, what a man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you kindly. I'll take that compliment. At some point, though, you got to stand up and walk away, and the foot will come up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, in today's podcast, Ben Ford, and we catch up with him. He uh, is going to be working with Nick Kyrgios. I just love this audio. This was him talking about Nick Kyrgios in 2019. Nick Kyrgios, I'm reluctant to start a show by talking about this brat because the bloke is an absolute tool. So um, that apparently got played to Nick, mm-hmm. and then he had to hang out with him after. So you'll find out how that went. Mm. Um, also, uh, dear Abby, on the show today, anyone who's got teenage daughters, um, this is a really important one for you to listen out for. Yeah, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Oh, God, the hamster dance. Where do we dig that up from? I'm going to start off with an apology to you, Abs. Um, I didn't see this on this particular social media platform, but someone brought it to my attention. A TikTok thread. 
Sorry. <clears throat> but a TikTok thread. You need to be sorry for the most popular platform that's going around at the moment. Everything on news.com starts with a user on TikTok, guys. <laughs> Follow me at Maddie Acton. Oh, God. <laughs> a TikTok thread is, is exploding. Uh, and I even mentioned this. I was talking to the uh, Black Thunder drivers, and, and he said, what are you talking about on the show today? And I said, hamsters. And he went, oh, my God, it's amazing, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> There's a thread going because someone asked a question. She said, got to ask, how did your hamster die? Because legit, these things just are suicidal. And it caused a storm of replies. Apparently, hamsters, and 131060, if you've had a hamster or a guinea pig, kind of the same thing. And Because like, guinea pigs are a bigger version of a little hamster, <coughs> right? Kinda, and yeah. they're American. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but they're very fragile. I know in some countries you have to buy two, because if you only have one, it'll die from loneliness. Oh, yep. But they just pop off. But then what if you have two and one dies? You have to get and- another one. You have to quickly replace it before the second one realizes the other one died. And yeah. they, they die breed as quickly as guinea pigs. I think so. Yeah, they breed like rabbits. I yeah. think I think anything small and furry or rodenty <laughs> usually is a mad rooter. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so she said, "Tell me how your hamsters die because they die from anything." And some of the responses she got are pretty crazy. Now, obviously, this is a little bit dark, but you know, see the funny side. <laughs> Where there is darkness, there is also light. Sam, right. so. Someone said, I said boo, and it passed away on the spot. I wasn't even sad about it. I was just disappointed. So you just go up to your hamster, you go boo, and it died. So what is it? What is there something biologically about them that makes them die? I, I know easily? because they're so small, their heart does go a million miles right, a minute. Right, so they get shocked quickly. Uh, yeah. It, okay. it just goes. Parents left me alone, so I let my hamster run free in the living room. Why did he run straight into the fireplace? No. I watched Titanic to feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Titanic make you feel better? No, it's a, that's how depressed she was, watching Titanic, oh, which is yeah, a depressing movie, right. got her a, a little bit up. Right, okay. <laughs> it farted and scared him to death. <laughs> My friend took a photo of it with the flash, and yo, it died. Cool pic, though. Really? Mm, the flash. Whoop, ah. Wow. Yeah. It, mine exploded after eating a carrot. It's what? Mine exploded after eating a carrot. Exploded. Mm-hmm. Like it ate too much. Mm. Hectic. Wow. <laughs> How big are hamsters? Oh, you know, I... they fit in your hand. They're right, because mm. guinea pigs are quite bigger and they're, he- they're, they're yeah. heavier. Because my nieces have, have guinea pigs and they didn't want a male, so they got two females. females. And then oh. they woke up the next day and there was lots of lots of <laughs> guinea pigs. But they were two females. They were just pregnant at the time. Oh, right. Oh, okay, right. Because I always think at, at shops or when people are... There's, Show me it's wee-wee. There's so, <laughs> yeah, there's so many guinea pigs in the world. They're like, yeah, sure, they're both girls. Or sure, they're both boys. Just take them. A balloon popped and it had a heart attack? No. Yes, yes, yes. My dad, well, this one, I mean, this could happen to any animal. My dad fed it too many Doritos and it died on Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading here. Apparently, they're very susceptible to catching colds. Yes, but as then well. when they sneeze and they die. Yeah. They sneeze their um, insides out. So, what? They just have sudden wow. death? Wow. It's probably mm. one of my favourites. Mine jumped into the frying pan when my mum was making crepes. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Maybe they got issues. Well, they obviously do. I mean, I mean that's one way know. to teach kids about the circle of life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mine ran so fast on its little wheel that it died. <laughs> so they're very pop- <laughs> It's very strange, though, in America, there's such a popular pet for such an easily, like, pet that can die, you well, know? Well, besides the death issue, they're easy to keep. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, you can 
they're a good a small, trial pet food. Yeah, and a go, small area as well yeah. if you live in like a If farm. you can keep a, a hamster alive, maybe we'll talk about getting a dog. Oh, so it's a good way of get out, getting out of getting the dog, mm. you know? Mm. So the average lifespan is only 18 months. 16 if you have a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing We'll find out which one's gonna blow the stack. <laughs> but the real state will call us. Ah, we all have decided to live together and then fight and never see each other again, right? No, I reckon we're going to get through this. We might actually decide it's time to leave our families oh. and go old school and flat together, the three of us. That's a big call, but I'm open to it. Oh, you know, it's a big call. I've realised now I like living with Scotty because he's the clean freak and I like it being clean, but I'm not as good at it. Mm. I think also what generally happens is when a guy moves in with the partner, mm. he's living in her house. Mm. So we like guys generally will do things the way that you want them. Yeah, although Scotty's always got the trump over me, which is I built it. <laughs> yeah, well that's <laughs> so true. I'm like, that's technically true. it is his house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> we are going to do this next week. We're going to live together for the week. We thought let's just see how we would go after all being with our partners for so long. What would it be like to be flatmates with someone again? The issue we've got is three of us mm. in a two bed, one bathroom house. Mm. Stab's sleeping in the sunroom apparently. <laughs> Well, you, you you said you would. I said I would take the worst room. Yeah. I still thought it would be a room. Well, it's it an is... enclosed deck. Well, what did you think would the room would be, though? Like Just like room. the smallest one. Like a, yeah, or a sleep out or something. It is a sleep out. It's a it's sleep outside is what it is. <laughs> no, it's still it's <laughs> undercover. Is it, imagine if we get there, right? We haven't mm. seen the house yet. Imagine mm. we get there. And it's those, you know how um, people have got an outdoor area and then they've got the plastic roller blinds they bring down and it stops the wind coming through? Imagine yeah. if it's just that. So basically I'm your pet. And we love you. You're such a cute little boy. <laughs> you can sleep in the lounge room if you prefer. Yeah, there you it's go. up to you. You can sleep we'll on the couch. We'll see when we see the house. We'll see. Bathroom's going to be an issue, but one bathroom. Toilet is in the bathroom. As well. Mm. Mm. I, I think it's going to be an issue for you two. I think it's going to be an issue for you, Maddie. I'm actually pretty low maintenance in the bathroom. My shower is probably around about two minutes. Uh-huh. If, I mean, the only difference for me is I have never showered alone. Um, we can keep that tradition yeah, going if you, you want. Because I've always got, <laughs> so the biggest requirement I said to Scotty was build a double shower. Mm. So now it's just people just come and go. But in, so we all work, come to work in the morning. What time do you get in the shower in the morning? Normally I get in there about 4 a.m., but it's pretty quick. It's really quick. I don't even... It, the hot water doesn't even go. Oh, yeah. See me, I'm a, I'm a baker. What time do you get it? <laughs> what time do you, do you, you stand there for that long? I don't like it when it steams up and ruins the paint. <laughs> so right. I get in and out. See, some, I'll, I sometimes check TikTok while I'm in the shower. I'll, I'll have... Have my arm out of the hot water and I'll be flicking through, having a well, look, we, we, checking we, my likes. The only thing I've learned from this is we all need to take our own cars because we're not waiting for him to have his temperature. Oh, God, no. No, yeah. we're not carpooling. No. No. Yeah. Because then we'll have to have a fight over fuel. But what, we, what will happen is, and this happens with most flatmates, mm. there's a chance we're going to see each other naked. You keep harping on about that. Do you want to? Is this what you want to see, stuff naked? Because well, you're going on about it quite a bit. This is the first time I brought it up. No, you mentioned it the other day. Did I? Yeah, but here's here's the other question too. Is, is it uh, you have an open door policy, so maybe we could shorten the gap of seeing each other naked if you do just <laughs> shut the door. But I feel like and, if we're going to be true family, mm. like I, I I was a shocker for that when I had a my first ever flatmate. Mm. We used to have a we used to do the squash flo- frog joke. 
Do you know what the squash fl- frog When is? you push up against the glass. Yeah. Oh, okay. there's a mum of boys right there. That's <laughs> exactly mm. what There's it, a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really just cuts through any awkwardness straight up. But I think out of... Because you did that photo shoot, so I've seen you naked. I think I've seen you naked. You've seen me naked multiple yeah. times. The only person left. You should just get naked now. That and is get it true. Out of the way. We have, isn't it? Yeah. Remember, we used to see. He's going to hate me saying this. Mm. Can I say? Yeah. We used to see our boss naked. Remember? Which one? He used to get naked. Oh, at drop, at of the a drop of a hat. Drop of a drop hat. Drop of a hat. And then he and then so he met, met his beautiful. <laughs> then he met his beautiful wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never gets naked anymore. Ah, uh, but that's a thing. It's an age thing. It's flatmate. It's the flatmate <laughs> age mm. where you do. You're like, whatever. I don't care. I'm. Free to go. It, it was a you bit know? of an eye opener for me moving in with my flatmates in Sydney because they're Swedish and they don't so, care. Oh my yeah. god! But it wasn't just in the bathroom. It was like they would come out and sit on the couch and sit in front of the fireplace. I mean, naked. If you would probably want to shoot me a text when you're on your way home because I am pretty much. But we have the same work hours, guys. Yeah, we'll be together. See, I find that weirder. Mm. I think it's different if you walk in on someone in a shower mm. or whatever than it would be if you had your bare bum. On the couch, because mm. that's like you're hoping it happens. Whereas if it's in the bathroom, it's an accident. I'm not hoping it happens. It's just if it happens with my wife, it, it, a it doesn't matter, and b there's a chance it starts something. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I can guarantee it's not going to start anything. But yeah. if you're I'm naked, not promising anything. <laughs> if you're naked, yeah. I just it's like a temptation to get the tea towel. Am oh I yeah, right? chase me around oh, the house. Yeah. Don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. Uh, uh. (laughs) Well, the good news is everyone will be live streaming the entire thing. There'll be cameras throughout the house. And he's um, still getting naked? You don't like getting naked, though. No, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah, so... Yeah. I, I, you're almost a never-nude, I would Are say. Are you a never-nude at home? Uh, no, at home I am. Uh, but walk around the house? Yeah, yeah, well, right. well the house. Yeah. Mm. I'll do a quick scoop to the um, to the kitchen, whatever. Mm. Oh, no, but not, like, walk around deliberately nude, just if you've got to no, go. No, nah, Oh, no, he's be... a deliberately nude. Yeah. Yeah. He used to do... Remember, I used to play oh, sing nude, <laughs> nude. He used to do sing star and nude karaoke. It was his thing. <laughs> I wasn't there, oh, but it's just... <laughs> Well, when they brought the drum kit in, it was just a lot easier <laughs> to have three sticks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au. This one took me back and I didn't like it. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone can be as mean as teenage girls. Mm. Good luck, guys. Yeah, Both thank you. Both got daughters, but this is, oh, it just Teenagers takes me scare back me. to if, high school. If I'm alone and I see a group of teenagers walking down the street, I cross the road. Teenage <laughs> girls, the same way you did when you were yes. at school? Yeah, yes. okay. Mm. Uh, dear Abby, is this a thing now? My daughter is getting bullied by her own friends, if you can call it that. Her circle of friends at school seemed to bring her so much stress. I took a few of them to Indro over the weekend shopping, and they all seemed like such great friends. I even thought that I would do the nice thing and buy each of them an item of clothing. Then that night, my daughter was in tears, and I made her confess, and she showed me messages saying, hey, I actually only even went with you because your mum was buying us stuff. We're actually not even friends. Mm. Then they turned around and be um, such buddy-buddy at school. They write the most hideous things and then turn around to be so friendly, friendly constantly. All these messages are even written on media where the text messages disappear. That's the mm. thing now, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Snapchat is what she's well, talking Not about even there. Snapchat. No, because she said there was other stuff on Snapchat. So I don't know what else their messages are. Mm. Cryptic. The young kids, mate. The uh, dark web. Yeah, the dark web. I understand girls in year nine are finding their way through the world and it's e- and it's easier enough to just go, hey, they're not really a true friends, find some others. But I can't explain that to my friend. I said so I can't explain that to my daughter to find new friends at school. My question is, 
Is it ever okay to intervene and mention anything to the other girl's parents or to the girls themselves? 13, 10, 60. Because mm. I'll, I'll go <clears throat> at school, the people that I used to hang around with in year eight and nine mm. are not the girls that I am so close with now. And it took me many years, I guess, to, to find them. Yeah. And then we're all so close and you would never throw anyone under the bus. Mm. But when you're hanging out with a group and it seems so like you are good friends, the, the meanness that can come out mm. to, I guess, put yourself in a good light, mm. you know, especially when boys are concerned as well, is just awful. I always say as well, uh, when my kids are having issues with their friends, I always say to them, if I speak to their parents... Am I going to find out about stuff that you've done too? Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the case here, but you have to be prepared for that in the same light. When you do intervene, you you learn a few ugly things about your children sometimes. Yeah. I, you always have to go in with that, you know, I'm sure it's not just. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, of course. But then it, do you sit down and say to the whole girls, hey, 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 mm. you're supposed to be supportive mm. because it, it, there's such a thing where girls just don't have each other's backs, I think, until you get older and realise yeah. that you should support each other. And it starts at a young age, even Rory's age, when they are having a fight, it's, I hate you, I'm not your friend anymore. If you're going to hang out with her, I'm not going to be your friend. Oh, and so many talk to you again. Yeah, that, that's, that's where it starts. And then it just gets to that level. So we've had some issues. What have age you? does that yeah. kick in? Well, for us, it was this year, I would say. Yeah. So year, what, year three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight. Yeah. So if you've got if you've got some advice, maybe you've gone through it as well when you were at school. Mm. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Should you actually intervene? Should you say anything? Oh man, I'm so, <laughs> Aiden goes to school next year, and now I'm sweating. See, I actually think it's okay to say to the parents. Personally, I, I think, think it's it okay, okay to say I to the other parents. So. Hey, my daughter's been a bit upset. Has your child been upset as well? Is mm. it going both ways? Should we have a chat to them about how to be a true friend? Because it seems like it's getting hectic. And if the other yeah. mum goes, no, I haven't noticed, mm. well, you're no worse off, are you? No, no that's a good point. No. Jodie in Bellwood Park, what's your story? I definitely agree with going to um, the parents, approaching the parents. Mm. It's the, the issue is these days that there's just no accountability. Um, you know, the girls particularly seem to be way worse than they ever used to be. But, you know, we even with Snapchat, they can screenshot those messages and, you know, you can take it to the parents and a real sort of, hey, let's get together and have a bit of a chat mm. and sit the girls down. Um, but I'd also suggest talking to school, <clears throat> oh, yeah. you know, have a chat to, to school because the majority of schools have some form of anti-bullying policy. They are big on mediation, like getting you know, groups together and, and talking about, you know, the actions and how that might make other girls feel. So You could be surprised yeah. there, Jodzo, because we had um, some uh, friends that their teenage daughter was getting bullied, but it was it was off-school grounds. So they don't have a part of it? So they don't actually do anything about it. And this seems like they're fine at school, but then when they get home, they're doing the bullying. Remember when it used to be you left it at the school gates? Yeah. But now mm. you've got, I guess, all the social media and all the contact, so it carries on at home. Hey, Michelle from Brackenridge, what do you think? Oh, my God. Year nine, across the board, are absolutely horrendous. Mm. So the, you ask any teacher in any school, especially girls' schools, the year nine girls are absolutely horrendously horrible, and that's the nicest thing I can say on air about them. Wow. But And then they come out of it in year 10, they go, oh, I can't believe I was like that in year nine. <sighs> well, yeah, <laughs> welcome to year nine. And... I've, I've um, had to deal with my daughter because um, she was suffering, like, her issues. 
And I just said, and I went to the school and I said, this stops now. Mm. And um, they go, oh, but, you know, you can't choose your, your daughter's friend. I said, bet your bottom dollar I can. Yeah. I'm not paying school fees and how allowing this to happen. So this stops now. And then, you know, my daughter ended up repeating year 10 and ended up having to go back to year 9 for grade for six weeks. Wow. And she yeah. goes, oh, my God, Mom. They are horrible. I said, just remember what you were like in year nine. <laughs> wow, I wonder what it is <laughs> about that year. Wow. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So how old are they in year nine? Is that, that's, that's 14? That's 14, mm. yeah. <sighs> hey, uh, yeah, maybe it's just that sort of age. It, ha- it just happens to fall in year nine. Mm. But um, hey, Louise, what do you think? Hi. Um, I don't think you should contact the parents at all. Um, I, this didn't happen to me, but I was in the popular group at school and I had a friend, so had a friend. She used to just bully this chick on Facebook, like just pay her out all the time. Um, that girl's mum messaged my friend at the time and like stood up for her own daughter. And then my friend bullied that girl even more because her mum stuck up for her. She mm. was like... Why did your mum fight your battles? Like, it was literally over the stupidest stuff. So, yeah. and they don't have that fear. I always feel. Remember, if someone, if a friend's parent told you off or contacted you, it would be such a, it would be such fear, wouldn't mm. it? Oh yeah, absolutely. If someone, someone said, "I'm getting my mum," you'd be like, "Whatever," and then mum turned up, you'd be like, "Scout everyone, let's get out of here." <laughs> So you're um, in the know, it could make things worse. The okay. thing is, I always say to my kids, like um, with Ethan, when he would have issues with friends, they'd be like, mate, just remember one day you're going to grow up and be a completely different person. Mm. Whatever you do now in high school, you're going to look back and you don't want to regret who you were being. Because uh-huh. that's what happens, you know, once you grow up, you think, well, why was I like that? Mm. Mm. Maddie in Red Bank Plains, what do you think about it? Yeah, so I was bullied in year five, actually. That's probably the worst time. It happened to me. I got into an academic school um, for year five and six, Mm. and I actually found that it was so bad. I got bullied because I didn't shave my legs. Then I shaved my legs and I got bullied because I didn't moisturize. Yeah. Mm, Then because I didn't moisturize, Mm. I got bullied again, and it just got so bad, and I never told mum and dad. I just asked to leave the school. So I lost a huge opportunity of my life Mm. because of girls in year five. Oh, and would, you wish that they would have done something, yeah. I would have questions yeah. as around why a 10-year-old is shaving their legs oh, all, already. Wait for it. In I year shaved, five? Yeah, because I got called Harry Mary and it just, I. good luck for having <laughs> daughters is all I can yeah. say. Well, you won't have Rory shaving her legs in year five. No, you didn't. No, if she my wants dad to shave didn't, her legs. My dad didn't approve of it. Let me get that. But I also didn't approve of my belly button piercing at the mm. age of 12. Oh, so. don't get me started on that. We've had many conversations about that. That makes me very... <laughs> but if, if Rory came home and said, I want to shave my legs... Oh, she won't you know, ask you. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, Maddie, oh, thank Maddie. you. All right, thank <laughs> you. So you're saying get the parents involved. It's just taken me back there. All I can say... To anyone that has daughters at that age or maybe you're going through yourself, it does get better. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box is worth $10,000. We're going to play tomorrow. Here are some answers to make it easier. Newcastle and Nachos. So your letter is N. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Australian Ninja Warrior. What a great show this is, and it is back on Sunday, 7pm, Channel 9, and 9 now as well. We're talking Ninja Warrior. Ben Fordham, mate, great to talk to you this morning. Stab and Matt, good morning to you boys. How are we? Yeah, we're struggling through without Abby. 
Well, can I just say, first of all, I want to congratulate Matt for switching sides and becoming a New South Wales Origin fan. Uh, I've obviously seen the logo painted on the back lawn. You know you can actually see it from space. They can now spot it from the International Space Station. And, look, I'm sure that Ethan and Xander and Edie would be a little bit concerned that you care more about your lawn than them. But, mate, as a New South Wales Origin fan, thank you, mate, for finally seeing the light and switching over to the underdogs. And there's nothing that I could say to you right now that wouldn't get me fired. So um, <laughs> all I can say is what I've learned from this is yes. don't make bets, you know? Mm. Don't make bets. G- gambling has a real effect on people's lives, <laughs> and this has affected my life terribly. Um, yeah. I can't get it out, mate, it's because the grass doesn't grow quick enough in winter. No, mate. It's no, this is a there. permanent thing. And, in fact, I can organise for one to be painted on your roof so it does remain absolutely permanent. Would you mind that, though, because you can't see that one? What if You point- can see it from space, mate. When you're flying high <laughs> yeah. like the New South Wales Blues, yeah. on top of the world, no, you right. can see it, mate, uh, when you look down on those Queenslanders. So, Ben Fordham, I would allow you, if you would have a bet with me, that if Queensland win the next game, oh. you get a Queensland logo painted on the top of your roof there in Sydney. I don't have a roof. <laughs> Times are tough, hey, Ben? <laughs> Mate, times are really, really tough in the radio and TV business at the yeah, moment, yeah, boys, yeah. as you know. We know, yes, we know. Absolutely. <laughs> but the show is coming back. Love the show. It's a staple now, and it just does so well. It's a great family watch. Because of the level, you know, like first season, no one really knew what was going on. But these people are now training all year round to go on the show. Do you have to up the obstacles every year just because people yeah, are getting mate, more fit. Time. We're, we're, yeah, mate, big time. We've made the warped wall higher. We've, we've created an obstacle which is underwater, and oh, I've cool. always wanted to see this where they've actually got to do all of the hard work while swimming underwater. So there's one of these obstacles where they've got to go underwater, they've got to swim through three chambers, and they've got to unlock doors oh. along the way. So can you imagine doing that after completing, I think, eight obstacles before that, and then you've got to deal with all of that. And then when it comes to Mount Midoriyama... Uh, we had three blokes manage to get up the top of it last year, so we thought, look, we can't just make it a, a straight rope climb all the way to the top. We've got a salmon ladder in there. Mm. We've got a few other complications as well. So, yeah, we've, we've really upped it even harder. And we've also brought along Nick Kyrgios as a guest co-commentator on the sideline. So, yeah, it's going to be the favourite show that we've always loved, but also with some new exciting twists. Well, uh, funny you bring up, uh, old Nick Kyrgios, Ben, because um, I'm interested to find out how your first encounter went with Kyrgios when you met on set, because this is something you said about him on your radio show. Nick Kyrgios, I'm reluctant to start a show by talking about this brat, because the bloke is an absolute tool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was fine. The first conversation was fine, because... Um, you know, I, I saw him and went and said day, and he's a really charming bloke. And I think in the last year or so, particularly during COVID, when COVID first hit, you might remember Nick Kyrgios was one of the first to come out and say, what are these other tennis players thinking in having tennis tournaments going on that aren't COVID safe? You know, mm. back slapping and dancing in nightclubs. And then, of course, some of those tennis players came down with a virus. And I think Nick was right on the money. But, yeah, what happened with myself and Nick Kyrgios is that a few years ago, I described him as a tool on radio. I think we've got, the, said, we've got the audio. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah well, let's, right. do. Of let's we do. play the tape. We'll play the tape. <laughs> Nick Kyrgios, I'm reluctant to start a show by talking about this brat because the bloke is an absolute tool. That was 2019. Mm. Yeah, so just imagine when someone dug that up and then told Nick Kyrgios about it. 
Look, do you guys ever say things that you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that? But All you know what? Yeah, I stand by what I said because at the time he was going mm. on like an absolute tool. Totally. Uh, but like many of us, Matt and Stav, he's grown up a little bit, he's matured, and he was a pleasure to work with. Oh, no doubt. And what you're doing is at that day, you're only commenting on the uh, behaviour of which you've seen then. You know, I love the I fact think... that you're going in a bat for me. You see, that's yeah. the thing. That's what teammates do. That's right. But man. look, I don't know. I don't know what it'll be like when I bump into him out and about. But he was quite gracious in the way he handled it because when a journalist told him about my previous observations of him, yeah. uh, he said, "Oh well, a lot of people have changed their mind on me." And yeah. you know what? He was really, really good to work with. He he didn't just kind of waltz through there. He did his homework. He he knew all of the athletes. The only reason he came on the show is because Channel Nine said to him, "Look, now that we've got the tennis, you know, we'd." like to be able to use you more and he said put me on that ninja warrior show right and they went oh really and he said yeah i'm a super fan so we didn't need to tell him anything because he knew the whole thing yeah right he doesn't it's not his (laughs) girlfriend that's an only fans is it it's no, that's no. Atomic. Don't confuse oh, that. Right. Are you going to get me in more trouble with Nick Kyrgios? <laughs> your, your words, not mine, Benny. Uh. <laughs> By the way, how do I follow your OnlyFans? How do I go to the Stav, Abby and Matt OnlyFans page probably, so I can you, check it out? You don't want to. It's too racy for you, Ben. Trust me. <laughs> there's, there's lots of lawn pictures on there. Apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lawn porn, we call it. Uh, the good stuff. The good stuff, mate. Uh, well, I'm excited for this, this year's season. And and I love that now that you've got the swimming part of it in there, the whole point was to avoid the water now. Mm, that's so, true. like, you've, you've gone, I wonder if the ninjas um, are training by, you remember as a kid when you'd try and do a competition to see how many laps you could do underwater? underwater. So you could yeah. Do well, one of the good things is they don't know what obstacles they're going to face until they turn up. And, mate, they oh. are hectic this year. Like, I took my kids along to have a little look at one of the practice sessions. Mm. And my four-year-old Pearl was like, Dad, I want to go home. And I was like, hey, what, what's, what's going on? We've come a long way. And she just found it uncomfortable because they're so high up there and some of these things are, are so full on. My, my little boy who's six, Freddie, he was just loving watching people struggle and crash out and, <laughs> and make big waves. But, yeah, look, it's bigger, badder, meaner than ever before and we can't wait to bring it to you this Sunday night. Hey, did Kyle Sanderland throw a birthday uh, present you gave him in the ocean? No, he's lying. Oh, is he? Someone told me that <laughs> yeah. happened. I was like, what did you buy him? Look, I went to a garage sale and there was a, an $8 Casio watch made in 1988. <laughs> and considering, considering he loves all these expensive gifts, you know, with brand names, I thought I'm not going to waste money on Kyle. So I, I got him an $8 gift and, um, and I gave it to him. And no, he didn't throw it overboard. But of course, he went on air and he told a lie and said that he oh. did throw it overboard. Because he likes to pretend that he's a big, tough guy, when in fact we know he's as soft as ice cream. Now, you do have guest runners sometimes. I mean, you had Simon from the Wiggles do it. Kyle would be a great watch doing the Ninja Warrior course, wouldn't he? Now, that's an idea. Mm. I should be paying you boys a spotter's fee. That's a great <laughs> idea. Kyle Sandlins, if you want to come on Ninja Warrior, we are ready for you. Because the celebrities that you get, do they put their hands up to come on because they're fans, or do you guys approach them? Oh, we get a mix of them. Some of them come to us. You know, we've had Olympians come to us and we've had extreme sports people and rugby league players and AFL players. Uh, and sometimes we track them down. But mm. the great thing is you never know who's going to go well and who's going to yeah. struggle. Yeah, it's quite. I reckon it's quite often the ones that you look at them and you go, they're going to smash this. And then they drop out early. And then the ones that you think, oh, they don't look strong enough, mm. they seem to just smash through. That's the thing. You look at some people and go, oh, they're made for this course. And then others, like there's one this year who's a nanny, Judith Carroll, 
And when she walks up to the starter's gate, you think, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's here having a go. And then all of a sudden she blitzes it. So yeah, right. you can't judge a book by its cover. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> well, mate, um, as always, a pleasure to talk to you. We're looking forward to it. It returns Sunday, 7 o'clock, Channel 9, uh, Ninja Warrior. Benny Fordham, great to chat, mate. Good on you. Thanks so much for their love. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, everyone's got a type, and I have said it many times that I love tradies. Yes, you do. I just, I really, that's just my type, and mm. I married a tradie. How blessed I am. And even, like, across the road, they're building a big Metricon mm-hmm. at the moment. And Scotty goes, oh, calm down. I was like, what? I just yeah, think they're amazing. Popcorn. Like, they're building stuff. He goes, mm. I do that as well. Come and watch me on the site. I was like, no, no, no. So are you saying if, God forbid, anything happened... You'd only hunt down another tradie. Like that's your flavour. Well, I wouldn't look at a Porsche or yeah. look at another car. But if I if there's coming to a Ute, I'll go ah, oh, it's yeah. a Ute. And Scotty will always go. Oh. But I mean, he always looks. It's the whole thing. Like you're married, you're not dead. Yeah. You're on a diet. You still look at the menu. Mm-hmm. What else you got for me? Uh, why buy the cow when you can? Nope, that's no, that's not different. It. Oh, that's uh, when you're yeah. getting the milk, that's even if you get your appetite out, you got to eat at home. Yeah. There's yeah. a few others, yeah. right? Your cow analogy there is if you're having the affair. <laughs> is oh no, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, oh. Why buy the cow if you're getting the milk? I'm not going right. across the road. I was just looking across the road. Okay. Right. okay? Right. Very... I've made a terrible, <laughs> terrible mistake. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked. Be careful with your cow, mate. <laughs> but, so I'm just establishing that if I ever am at the traffic lights and there's a ute, I go, oh, no, it's you. Who is it? And then this morning, you're up, hon. Yeah, sorry. I'm less coughing. I'm <laughs> choking on my own spit over here. And I, and you know, there's more utes on the road. So this morning, coming to the traffic lights, and there was the same sort of ute as my hubby, right? And I was like, okay. Third thing, I thought I'll just I'll just glance to my left, and there was oh, a really hot tradie, mm. right? And he sort of looked eyes at me, and then just a sort of little look straight. That's fine. That's it. That's the only exchange I have. No, another mum who wants to have a go. Well, look at him, look, fellas. Like, I'm driving one. the typical car. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm driving a hey, mum. Suck a mum. Don't we get these, buddy? Oh. Pajero looks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> hot baby seats in the back. <laughs> yeah. Huh? But then this is it, and. It, it kind of hurt and was just so disgusted in it mm. that then I thought, what is he doing? And I saw, and it's something that I have not heard of before, but Maddie's put a term to it. He put his fingers across one nostril oh, no. and then did the biggest blow with nothing there to catch it, which you call, what do you call? Sportsman's blow. What? The footy players that... do it. Out the window? No. In, in the, the car. car. And I was just, I was flabbergasted. For starters, it was the same... Same pain that I could see when Manny and I were in the studio once and I said, I'm so sorry, I just farted. Mm. And he went, no, that's not okay because that means that we are solely just like platonic. When you farted in front of me (laughs) and you had zero shame, (laughs) what what you should have done is held up a placard saying... Under no circumstance <laughs> ever will you see me naked and will we ever do anything. Yeah. yeah. And, no, that was your mo- Can you pull my finger for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, it's different, different when it's okay. a girl, you know. Uh, yeah. But I was just, I was, I was so confused because I was like, oh, you obviously don't care. And that's fine. Like yeah. nothing. Ugh. But at the same time, what is that going on? Yeah. That's my major issue with it. Where I'm, is it going? Come on, let's break it down. Were you more upset that he just let snot go randomly through his car, or was it because you were like, he's hot and he pretty much must went? Yeah, 50 you got, 50. You got no chance, yeah, darling. No 50 50. <laughs> and I mean, of course I don't have a chance. That wasn't my point. My point Maybe was. Maybe he was married still... and he saw that look in your eye and he's like, I've got to do something to. He didn't have his wedding ring on because he's going to the work site, so yeah. he can't hold his hand up. It's just that thing where this in the bud right here. It just was like hot to just like cold. Mm. How old was the car? Was it a really old car? 
Uh, no, I could probably tell you that because I love my youth. No, it was probably like a, it would have been two years, like in 2019. Okay. It was and, like and an 87 like, something. And it was a well-kept tradie, kind of like I would say that he was like construction engineer. Mm. But I was just, it's just, like where is it? someone sitting in that car after as well? Like, it's fine. People have, like, a cheeky peek, peek mm. at the stoplights. Mm. Yeah. That wasn't a peek. No, it was a full... And like, it wasn't even, like, wind down the window. No, that's that would be generally how you would do it. Would, Is that how you do I, it? I don't ever do it, but if I was, I would certainly do it out the window. Yeah, you did always out the window. You wouldn't wind down the window and do that, though. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't do it. Like, I Have you done it do... before? I've done it before. What? That's sort of blow out the window. Yeah. Well, what do you want him to do? In the car or in the window? Can't yeah. win with you. I want him to get a tissue. <laughs> well, what do, if you uh, don't have a tissue in the car? I generally do. I've, I've In a rare circumstance, I've had to do it once or twice, mm. but I would only ever do it early in the morning when I'm on, and no one's around. Mm. Like, I would clearly make sure that there was zero people. Or an old soccer mum sitting next to you. Oh, no, then I'd do it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I had the day off yesterday with sick kids mm. and my middle son um, gets asthma, but I haven't done the uh, the school form cares, you know those? Oh, yeah, where you've got to tell them so they're allowed to give him a puffer and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done all that. Because I, I did it for celiac. I was like, how many can the kid have? So I thought, you know, it's fine. But he can't go with an asthma cough. Yeah. He can't cough anywhere. Anyway, so he was home yesterday, but he was fine. And I was putting the youngest one to bed who was ill, and I was like, I didn't sleep last night, so I might have a little bit of a sleep. Mm. Now, the middle kid is so beautiful. He loves to clean because he wants cash. So he does all the cleaning. And I woke up, and all the washing was put away. Now, when a six-year-old has decided to put away <laughs> the washing, I said to him, honey, that's amazing. Where is it? He goes, you'll find it. <laughs> I said, yeah, but what about if I need to find it now? So he's put the clothes away where he thinks they may have gone. Brilliant. Yes. My husband's like, do you know where my jocks are? I'm mm. like, look, it's a bit of hide and seek at the moment. Good luck. Mm. So we appreciate check the fridge? Him. Well, no, he, none of them could find their uniform today. Oh, but apparently it was under Jay, uh, Koa's bed. Under Brilliant. the pot. So that's good. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> no, thanks. When in doubt, just push it under the bed, mm. I say. <laughs> that's, that's the boy thing. You know, like, from about 6 to about 6.45, it can be a real busy time in a supermarket. Because you've got the people who were like, oh, I was meant to get food out for dinner, Mm. but I forgot, Mm -hmm. so I've got to quickly swing past, or I'm just grabbing something last minute or whatever. Mm. So the shelves can be a bit empty, because also that night is when they're going to restack it. Mm. So it becomes a bit Hunger Games. And I had a bit of a fight with a woman over pizza bases because they were very it must have been well I was getting them for um, Origin Ah. the Origin night Mm. the other other week and obviously lots of people had the same idea she had picked up all the ones that were low and just had them in her arms and was like searching through them to see which ones she wanted Mm -hmm. I was like great technique I know I was like you're cooking for a lot of people she's like oh no only a couple of us it's like, why so many? Because I'm just deciding which ones I want. It's like, well, I need some. Then she licked them. So <laughs> and there was, it was like, she just picked them all up and was like, no one can have them until I've decided. Mm. So you, can, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't just fill your trolley and then get to the end of the thing to pay and then just put the stuff you want on and then push the trolley away. Yeah, it's not, you can't do that. So I had to follow her pretty much. 
Why can't I just think I need a pizza base lady? She's like, why do you need it so bad? Because I told my wife I would get them yesterday and I didn't. And if I go home without any pizza bases, mm. I'm in trouble. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. <laughs> Gus, my border collie, he's got a broken claw. A broken nail. Did you have a fight over whose watch it was on? <laughs> but I took him up to the vet yesterday, and I know I have a pretty, you know, weird sense of humour, but... You mean dark? You can, I can normally pick my audience. <laughs> no, you can't. And as <laughs> no, you don't. you can't do. The vet said... <laughs> you pick the worst audience. Yeah. The vet said, so um, that'll be $120 for today, and I've just done up a quote for tomorrow because he's got to come back and get the nail removed, and that'll be around about $500 there. And I said, well, I guess we'll just put him down then. She said, What? <laughs> I said, no, I was just joking. Of course we'll do it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> they call the RSP. There'll be the RSPCA SWAT team at that event when you turn up today. She did not appreciate my wit and repartee. So, thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.